0: Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my girl in cahoots, Nikki. Nikki, what's going on?
1: I'm cahooting away. How are I'm, you?
0: Always cahooting <laughs> with me. I'm good. It's <laughs> been a, a very a very long work day. And so I'm glad to finally be doing something fun. I don't know if you know Nikki, this, but banking's yeah. not a lot of fun. It's not always fun anyway.
1: It has never sounded fun to me ever.
0: It has its moments. It absolutely has its moments, but today was not one of them. But tonight will be fun because we have an old friend of the show and really awesome dude. And the new, newly appointed president of Hard Work Pays Off, Matt O'Keefe. What's going on, Matt?
2: Yay! Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It's good to see you both. It's been a bit. Uh, it but, has been. Uh, when when were
0: you on last? There. It's. Uh, I was trying to remember this. Afternoon. I
1: remember he was on last he was on last to make the big like Waddapalooza date schedule change Oh, that's that right. Was the last time,
2: I know. Uh, and uh, then we must just have been in like May, like mm, April or May of twenty twenty one.
1: One, yeah, last year. Yeah, um, and then we
2: just had Waddapalooza, and then you dipped. It was good. <laughs> out. Peace,
1: peace. Yeah, peace. I'm
2: out. on you if you were on the operations side. I'll tell you that. So. Mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. We missed Nikki.
0: Oh, we had John. Man. And then
2: John and I were just talking about how we go to all these things all the time and never see each other. So, uh, it, it, but it was, it was really, it went really well.
0: Nikki and I were so disappointed she couldn't be there because we, believe it or not, like we have never gotten a photo together ever. Like we've been to events and whatever, and we never get like professional photos. Well, I had a photographer there. And I'm like, finally, we're going to get some professional photos for the show. And, We'll get a record together live, which is so much more fun. And then, you know, for some reason, she loves her baby and couldn't come. I don't know what's up with so that. So
1: weird. So weird. I had such FOMO. I cried many, many tears. And I was, like, determined not to pay attention to the event while I was here, <laughs> stuck in stuck in Rhode Island. Because so I was like, I can't. I need to, like... Unhooked from social media, and I need to like not put it on because I'm just only going to be too upset. And then I, of course, I like, couldn't do that. And then, like last minute after you know, like the events were halfway through, Chase texted me and was like, "Hey, do you want to like hop on the CrossFit podcast with us to recap the events?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course. I've been watching all day."
2: Oh like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <clears throat> it it it'll, I don't know how you could have gotten out of the way of that thing all weekend. It was uh, it was awesome. The broadcast was great. That was such a proud piece of the whole thing. It was. uh, I mean, we've had we set the bar low with broadcast in the past with paywall. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! I would just like to point out, I was part of the the flow broadcast back in the day. Okay, not the
2: talent, not the talent. No, I agree. I agree with you fully. It got stepped up. That was that was like the big, like wow moment of the weekend was when that first went live. I was like, oh wow, like this is legit. And I'm like, Uh I knew it would be, but it was just, you know, it was seeing it come to life through a broadcast was wildly cool like that. Yeah, You know, it's been, it was a big moment, big progression for for us to get to that point.
1: Totally. It was so good. It was, it was great to watch from a, from a fan perspective and from the home perspective, which I actually don't get often, which is, I'm lucky to say I get to be a part of some of my favorite events, but I don't get to just watch often. And the experience as a viewer was seamless. It was awesome. It was That's so cool. good. I was very proud. I was proud because I know how much work you've put in. And I was proud of the team down there because I know that it's, you know, it, it's fires in the truck constantly. Always putting them out. Always uh, staying uh, on their toes. Like, always just being being so professional. So, it was so good to
2: watch, truly. Yeah. And heartbreaking. Uh, and good. The 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 heroes behind the scene, Dylan and Kristen and, and Charlie Huey mm-hmm. and his team, yep. uh, they're awesome. Best yeah. of the
1: so, is it hard for you to kind of like, you know, you you talk about them like they're family. You reminisce about these great events, and and you've recently decided to take a step back from all that. Is is that a little bit, I don't know, tear jerking for you?
2: Yeah, it, it is. I've had like I've had uh I've gone I've run the gamut on emotion over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, first of all, like, could I have to pinch myself? and to make sure it's real what I get to do moving forward. So I'm, uh, you know, it, it, you know, minus the the hard part of moving on from something that I'm so attached to and love and proud of, but I'm really ecstatic. I get to be closer with Matt and, you know, we're going to continue to do some things we've done in the past, you know, manage the athletes and maintain some relationships with brands like Noble. Or, but, um, yeah, I'm so excited about that part of the future. and but yeah, it was, um, it was hard. It's, it's been hard, you know, in waves, you know, I I think it's like, um, I described it yesterday. I was, I was at a golf tournament in Phoenix and, and I was telling someone, it was like, I feel a little bit like an addict that like, you know, I'm I'm like recovering a little bit because it's such (laughs) a beat down. And, and, um, but I'm so, um, you know, and I go through these waves and moments of like, I, you know, Man, I can't believe I'm putting that aside because you know it's been such a big part of my life, and I put so much time and effort. It so, has so many, and it's some of the, and it always comes to the people, you know, just like disconnecting from family, you know, um, directly within my Loud live crew, and then the extension group of that thousand volunteers that helps put on an event like Waterpulzi. Yeah, it's super, it's super hard to, but I'm proud of. It's time it was time. And like what I feel uh, most consistently is, um, you know, confident in my decision and and that piece with it. Um, I don't, you know, I don't feel like, you know, there was, I think it's time for someone else to do it. Like, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. like I don't have anything else to prove. It's um, I think I've done, you know, a really good job with getting it to, you know, where it is today with the team that, you know, was a part of that. And, Um, it was, you know, it was time for me to, you know, put my time and energy maybe in some other places and focus some more on some more balance to like, I don't really do a good job with that. And, um, I'm already, you know, probably creating some questions in my family unit. If that's gonna, that's gonna happen with this new role. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, you know, COVID was a real eye, eye, eye opener for me. You know, being able to be home. I used to be on the road every week prior right. to COVID. I, f- I flew to Miami every week and uh, you know, I've become a little bit more of a homebody. Uh, my kids are 13 and 15 and um, you know, I'm really excited to continue to work as hard as I have all along, but be able to do a little more of that from home. So uh, that far outweighs some of the pain of not being involved in something I'm super connected to and proud of.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if people know that like quite have how much of a jet setting life you've had over the last couple of years, building this empire to what it has now become truly like, I know that on, you know, weekends with multiple events, like sanctional weekends, I would see you for like eight hours at one event and then you were like on a plane to Europe and then you were like heading to Australia next week and then like Lord knows and then I know on a weekly basis you know you're here living in New England my set neck of the woods and and flying down to Miami every week to make work happen like that is not sustainable for life like that when do you sleep when does this man have a chance to rest and relax
2: on airplanes yeah it's um yeah. It's crazy. Honestly, they, they I look back, I don't even know how I did what I did, you know, after like starting to get re-immersed in some of it, you know, with was the lead up, I was you know doing a lot more travel and, um, it's, uh, I guess you get so caught up in it and you reach a certain consistent level of exhaustion and, you know, you're sort of calloused being on a plane as much as I was that you just don't really pay attention to it. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, it, it it like I if I really had the chance to describe kind of what my four years were like, people would be like, "Wait, what?" Like I just mm-hmm. wasn't home, and I was on. I'm so happy that I did what I did. Like I'm so um, proud of all the work, and it was sort of what you know our space required a lot of us to do things like that, and still does for some people, and it did for what I was helping be a part of and grow. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. I want to be on a few less airplanes moving forward. That would be, that's, that's not, that's one of the top five goals, less flying.
1: (laughs) Don't blame you. I do not blame you at all.
0: Well, now that you're home more mad, are you finding it more or less stressful to be around teenagers?
2: (laughs) It's, um, it's uniquely stressful. Yes. It's, uh, I'll take it though. It's, um, it's awesome. Like, you know, it's, you know, I, I think I, I talked a little bit about this recently. It's funny. I don't think my family really had a lot of context for what I, what I did and dawned on me leading up to this water where I was like, you know, really uh, was interested in them being there the whole time. And I think a lot of people in the industry would know that my family's really never anywhere that I am. Um, people don't know my wife, and my kids really that well, like maybe a little through social media. Um, but that was a super cool part of the end is that they came for like the full time. And I think a lot of them got, you know, they, they all got to sort of be like, well, wow Oh, I actually know what you do now. I didn't realize the sort of magnitude and scope of it. Um, but yeah, it's, um, to answer your question, John, it's, uh, that's a unique, um, different, Level of exhaustion involved. There's a unique, different level of exhaustion involved in that part of my life now, but it's awesome. I'm 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 so pumped to be uh, around that more. They, I mean, my kids are here probably for a few more years before they head off to college, so I'm pumped to be. When
0: when they showed up at Waza, did they get that? This is a very rare moment for teenagers, Nikki. So mark this down for your own kid. Did you get that rare moment when they're like, "Oh crap, my dad's kind of cool"? Like that happens.
2: Yeah that I did, which was like really fun. Um, you know, it's, um, I think like some of the hoopla I would call around like my recent announcements and stuff too. um, you know, hearing, you know, some of my kids teachers talk about my kids pride and that stuff like that. It's just, it's, yeah, I mean that, that, um, that was, you know, you know, I'll tell you a funny story. I got in the car yesterday with this morning, sorry, to drive my son and, the two boys from the neighborhood to school and one of the boys in the back seat said mr o'keefe i, I wanted to say congratulations on hwpo and i'm like,
1: oh, <laughs> like it's like a 14 you know 15 that? year old
2: kid yeah, yeah 13 year old and i was 13. like how do you know that and like i think that kind of speaks to it is like yeah they there's um I don't know, I never really pay attention to that, but that was like really the feedback from them was like, oh wow, you know, and you know, I didn't want my kids to be twenty-five and thirty and be like, Yeah, my dad traveled a lot, and not be able yeah. to say, but he was doing cool shit, you know? So that part yeah. is now complete. I think they get it. See, if it had been me, I would have been, been like, like
0: Don't make 100%. eye contact with me, kid. Don't talk to me again.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Not the same thing, but I will say that part of why I was so excited about the chance to come down to Miami with my whole family this year was because I also like starting to build that with Matt because he, oh, sorry, my husband, Matt, lots of Matts on the show Mm -hmm. Um, because he like for the last several years has like not believed that like sometimes people like know who I am. Like at CrossFit events. Like, I swear, Matt, sometimes people know what I do and who I am. He's like, nah. And when we were at games together last year, it was just the first time he's ever come to an event with me because he had to, because I might have given birth. It was the first time ever he, like, saw people be like, oh, hey, you're like, Nicole, can we, like, take a picture or something? And I was like, see, like, I swear, people, like, know us in this world that we have in this CrossFit world. And so I was, like, excited to maybe all be in Miami and show him that again. But, you know, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so he'll never come at I me with went to,
2: I went to Pat uh, and Michelle's, Pat Vellner's wedding in, in uh, Vancouver Island, <clears throat> uh, British Columbia. So we were, we had to take a ferry over, obviously. And I was, I took my wife with me, and which was great. We had a great trip Um beautiful part of the world. If you haven't been there. Um, but we, we were waiting for the ferry we went to get something to eat. And this is a really funny moment related to that. Just a random place in British Columbia. And some, we were walking outside of like a coffee shop and some kid was like chief. And he was like, can, can I get your photo? And he was like all excited. And you know, of course my wife hasn't been around that a whole lot. And her natural reaction was to break out into laughter like, I still, like, you know, and I'm like, hey, don't mock him. He, you know, but it was, yeah. it was super, it was super funny. It, it, you know, I don't, again, same, was, they probably, they don't know any different, nope. you know, no, nope. uh, no clue. Pretty
0: funny moment. Like that. Here's, a, here's my best story ever. I wasn't even there for it. My ex-wife with her new husband, uh, we've been divorced 15 years we have a good relationship. We've been divorced a long time. She goes to Mexico with her husband. And they're on some resort and they meet this guy and they're like, you know, and they're at a bar and they're like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a CrossFit coach in Texas. And she goes, oh, my ex-husband's a CrossFit influencer. And without even pausing, the guy goes, is it John Woolley? I thought mm-hmm. my ex-wife was oh, going to shit her my pants. God. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they <laughs>
0: The guy apparently put two and two together really quickly that they were from Cleveland and he knew I was from there. So, you know, it's not that big a world here in Cleveland, but still she like lost her mind. She's like, how does that happen? I'm like, I don't know. You said I'd never amount to anything. And here I am. What can I tell you? Here I am. Here I am.
1: Um, Do you want to hear, this is the best one that I have. I don't have a lot of these, but the one time that I was recognized like outside of, being at an event, right? Cause it's easy when I'm like on the Jumbotron mid event. Right. The one time I was recognized outside of an event, I was at the dermatologist's office. Okay. Full body check. Yeah. Sitting on the little bench in a little paper dress that I like tore through because they're not built for anyone with shoulders or biceps. And the woman comes in and sees my name on the chart and looks up at me and she goes, Oh my God, are you that CrossFit reporter? I was That's like, great. holy shit, like, yeah, and now I guess you're going to just like scan my whole naked ass body. This is fun <laughs> for me. She was like, my wife is a power lifter and she like loves you. And I'm like, oh, God, thank you.
0: Thank you. Such like, a strange a world. My
1: butt? Thank you.
0: It yeah. is, isn't it? <laughs> That's a strange little world. Mm. Well, we're super excited for you, Chief. I think this is uh, really, really fun. I'm—I mean, to be honest, like I'm envious. Getting to do what you love with people you love, like that's the dream, yeah. man. Totally the dream.
2: It—it it, it is. That's um. Yeah, I think I said some of that, and kind of when I was talking about this, or maybe it was on one of my posts. But yeah, that—that um. Uh, you know, getting to do people good things with good people for the right reasons is always, you know, been my real thing you know my north and to get to to do more of that with you know people I love like Matt and Sammy uh, more closely every day Uh, we've been so linked at the hip through both of our careers you know um, and everything that we did it's um, it's such a coming home for me in a in a big way so uh, I'm I, again, I said, you know, I got to pinch myself to remind, you know, hopefully remind myself it's still real, but it's, uh, it's such a cool opportunity. And I just like, you know, I've always like talked to Matt every day for the most part, but to have like more substantial business, you know, I'm really proud of that part of his life is that, you know, he transitioned from this extreme approach to something that he just happened to be the greatest of all time at. And he's completely transferred all that energy into this, you know, entrepreneurial journey that he's on. And, um, he's, you know, becoming very good at that and fun to be around. And, you know, um, I'm so excited to, to travel that path with him. And, and, uh, HWPO is such a cool brand and something Mm -hmm. that, you know, I've had a hand in helping birth, you know, and, um, I just, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm really excited about what, you know, we have planned immediate and things we've talked about for, you know, six, 12, 18, 24 months. Like we're going to, we're going to really uh, go hard and fast, quick and do some fun stuff, and stuff. People are going to be excited about it. It's um, it's such a cool opportunity. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very fortunate, very fortunate. So It's
1: cool. It's cool for me to hear this path that you've taken and the journey that you've been on, because I remember, I mean, when we first met, you ran Redline Gear and you were like, you were taking a shot on this new young kid who like at the time, kind of no one was really willing to go in on. Like you invested your own personal time effort funds like you know because you believed in him and and it's just so crazy for me to see the journey that that has taken you on is that at all how you expected this whole thing to go <laughs> you
2: know, uh, we've been like we've been uniquely like reflective the, the last you know month or so been really excited as we started to talk about this you know nervous excited now it's here and um, but but there's been a lot of that where it's like, geez, man, like remember in two thousand you know fourteen sitting on the couch, me begging you to start an Instagram, you know, and, and yeah. you not wanting to do it and, and
0: uh-huh.
2: you know, all these little bumps and bruises along the way and you know you know, things we overcame and you know, just oh uh, yeah, it's like I mean, if anybody could stay at this point at which, you know, he, what he and I have experienced together could say, like, yeah, that's exactly the way I saw it playing out, they'd be lying through their teeth, you know. And, um, I mean, I saw him playing out the way he did. It's what I believed in. And, you know, and a lot of people look at that, like that initial part was like an athletic decision, but it was a, it was a people decision. You know, I had friends coming with Matt of course I got to watch him compete and was like, wow, like from a, from an athlete perspective, forget about like what the potential was. I just liked the style and approach and confidence. And, um, but I also got to know him and, you know, that's where it like really blossomed is just, he's a great guy and he's super determined and he is, uh, the most loyal person I've ever been around, you know? And, and so it was like all those cool things that I saw on the front end, um, and no matter how hard it got or you know what was in our way, we always stuck together on things. Um, and for us to now be, you know, locking arms and this whole new venture together, it's uh, it's it's insane. It's insane. It's like, um, yeah, it's such a such like a fairy tale for me, you know, um uh, for it to be able to play out perfectly that way. And it's just you know, I think funny, like when we were making the decision to take this step. It was like, it was a step that he kind of looked at and he was like, oh, Is this where the rubber meets the road? Like, you know, we've been mm. connected on business and I don't right. want to n- necessarily comp like, you're the, you know, we're best friends and, you know, you're going to marry Sammy and I. Like, I don't want to change all that. I'm like, dude, we've been through. Stuff. Wait, you're going to marry them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get married, I'll, I'll do the, oh my the service. Oh, God. For them. Yeah. yeah. You're going to like get
1: your ass ordained and everything?
2: Oh, I've done, I've actually, got a few of those under my belt. Um, I've married okay. my sister and, and brother-in-law. I married my father on his second marriage and I married Matt and I, his friend Tyler, who was his training partner, Tyler Armstrong and Christy. So I've done a few of those. Um, oh, wow. so, okay. but yeah, he, he, um, yeah, to be, to you know, it's, it's interesting. Like even now my mind's just racing thinking of all the, the like, m- like hard moments at midnight talking about things athletically or business you know wise and just him learning every new step along the way and i talk to i've talked to historically about like how hard it was to be him people are like oh yeah real tough to be the best in the world at something and it's, it's like well it you does. don't you never understand the you know the mounting challenge that comes with one and two and three and four and five and that you know um you know, just, you know, how important it is to him to be perfect at everything he does. And just, you know, it's what makes him so great at what he did. And now nothing's changed with this. And yeah, it's so awesome. I'm like, man, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it does go back to the, the people thing. Like, I, I think it, you know, when I was doing my thing, started that red line stuff out of passion and laid eyes on him and then got to spend some time with him. It makes perfect sense today as it did then, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was, you know, he was a person that I wanted to be more engaged with and, and help. And that's all it really started with, you know, even my, you know, agent life that my agent life started because I cared about Matt, you know, I had nothing to do with business. It was just, Hey, you're going to get what I think a lot of interest in what you're doing. Cause you're going to be incredible at this. Um, and he didn't even maybe believe in himself at that point, you know, that 2014 year where he's like, yeah, crazy. This guy's going through a midlife crisis telling me all this stuff. And, (laughs) and, um, you know, it was, that was all that was at the time. It was just like, you know, Hey, I just want to be, you know, sort of a defender and a protector for you, you know, somebody that, you know, you can actually hopefully trust that will, you know, have your best interests in mind. So to see it come where it is now to where it is now is. It's wild. It's wild. We're going to take a quick
0: break from the show and talk about our sponsor this week, Nikki, Airwave.
1: Uh, Yeah, my favorite sponsor to talk about. You know this. Um, No, I'm actually really thrilled to be working with Airwave again because, um, you know, John and I, we really don't use uh, or we really don't talk about rather pieces of equipment that we haven't used and tried and tested ourselves and feel really good about. And the Airwave mouthpiece is something Just really interesting and unique that we can work into our training that, I don't know, I just think it's so cool. I think the science behind it is cool. I think the sort of like the story of Dr. Dina Gardner, who set out to basically disprove that this works. She was like, there's no way, there's no way this works. There's no way if you like clamp down on something, you know, that it like increases your air into your lungs and reduces your cortisol and helps your recovery. And then she was like, Oh shit, it does work. I guess I should like (laughs) publish the study and back this product.
0: Yeah. People have been asking me if I'm still using it. And um, I'm not going to claim it a secret weapon for the open, but recovery (laughs) is my secret weapon for the open. And I've been working really, really hard the last three months to get better sleep and recover faster. And airways a big part of that. For me, just making sure that my body is getting everything it needs. And surprisingly, oxygen is something your body needs to recover quicker and it helps with that. And uh, you know, it's a little wonky to wear in workouts when you're an old guy like me, you're trying to shove something in your mouth hole, but uh <laughs> but it works and I feel great and still using it.
1: Yeah. yeah, totally. So if you're new here and you've never heard of this before, then first of all, what took you so long to get to our show? <laughs> But um, second of all, (laughs) Airwave is a mouthpiece that um, sits really comfortably in your mouth. Don't think of it as like a mouth guard, like what you used in middle school. It's just like a very, it's molded right to your teeth. It's a mouthpiece that you can bite down on and it sets your jaw in the proper positioning to increase your oxygenation, help with recovery, all that good stuff. And you can get one for yourself at airwave.com, A-I-R-W-A-A-V.
0: Com. All,
1: right.
0: all the all the A's, all the A's, just one V. All right. Well, with that, back to the show. What's interesting to me, Matt, though, is you know I think the casual observer would say, you know, here's Fraser's trajectory, and of course yours would follow that. But you know, those of us that like really pay attention to CrossFit is like your influence in the sport is really at kind of an unreal level. Like all this recent drama that's gone down, I've seen your name in comment threads more often than anyone like it's almost like the community was begging you to take over CrossFit like you know we don't have to talk about CrossFit's problems but I am curious like how does that feel to you to know that you've you've built such a stellar reputation within the community that people are looking to you for leadership
2: yeah it's really it's really humbling you know it's you know funny the timeline around that last Thursday I think it was last Thursday I was going to put something up that said, Hey, I'm going to go and join the team at HVPO. And, um, one of the news outlets that was going to cover it said, you might want to hold off something else is dropping. And I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Like, again, who cares what I'm saying or doing? You know, I mean, I guess, you know, and I get it. A lot, a lot of people do. Like I'm not ignoring that. I think that's the humbling piece. But in my mind, it's never been about any of that. It's always been about these people that I work with and doing really good things for anybody that wants to be a part of any of that. And to see that, you know, what got announced, um, you know, and then to see my name toss around on all, you know, it, it was like. Oh wow. Like, you know, even even where we I was at Matt's house and now I was like, Hey, you might want to announce HWPO. Cause I think everybody thinks you're going to be the CEO of CrossFit. And I was like, what? Like I hadn't even been on social media. That's super humbling. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful people feel that way. I think, you know, I, 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 you know, looking at, you know, my staying, I'm leaving and then that moment and then announcing what I'm doing and having like most people being very excited for me, um, is really rewarding in a unique way. Like I don't, um, again, ever look for that and sort of think of, you know, um, I think of what the response is from Matt and Sammy and Katrin and Annie and Pat and Brent, all the, you know, Cole, like all these people that I've spent and the people I'm leaving, you know, Dylan and Kristen and Marco and Nelson, my business partners, like, I've got to really focus on, you know, doing right by that crew. Um, And maybe that's what's created the response is that people maybe love that I'm like, I'm, I would die for those people, all of them, because they've invested their time and energy and trust in me. And that, you know, I've tried to do with anybody I've come across, whether it's, you know, one of a thousand volunteers that I can do something for, you know, be grateful to um, and show gratitude to, uh, I don't know, I mean, like, I don't know how to really say it. Best, but that was, um, that was super cool though, so, you know, to, to, you know, for people to consider me like that, I don't necessarily consider myself like that. I'm not a, you know, a person that self reflects like, you know, and, and, you know, on things like that, I just want to do a really good job for people that have invested in me, and trust me. Um, and thank you to everybody that thinks that much of me and that, you know, has celebrated me over the last couple of weeks. It's super cool. I really do appreciate it. It's not, I mean, it doesn't hurt to be, you know, applauded at times. Um, it's like, it's good for the ego a little bit, yeah. you know, it's, 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 because uh, you know, I think, you know, we live in a world where a lot of times you just maybe hear mostly things that you could be better at or feedback on the negative side often, and social media can be harshly that way as well a lot of times um, so I think it's uh, again another cool thing for my kids to see yeah. is uh, yeah. is something that I think what I really took away from that was like I was proud that they could see that they know how hard I work um, and they know how um, dedicated I am to everything I do and the people around me and it's at a detriment to the time I get to spend for them and I, I think for them to be able to like you know check you know pan through something I'm tagged in or like look at my posts and see all the people praising me. I think my dad was the best. He was like, wow, a lot of people like you. And I was Aww. like, yeah, dad. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and he's not barely on social. And he's like, you know, that's, that, that, there's a lot of people saying nice things about you. I was like, yeah, thanks dad. Aww. You know, you You raised me. Right. So it, it was, it was, it was, a, it was awesome. Honestly. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Have any interest in being the CEO of CrossFit? I'm always going to help, you know, any way I can facilitate and grow the sport and, you know, dig in with the people that I love the most. Um, But I never saw that coming.
0: You you met the first prerequisite of being a bald white guy. So (laughs) if if, if you're not going to take it, I guess I have to. I guess that's just
2: amazing. I'll start talking to you in the comments. Yes.
0: Yeah. they they want nothing to do with that trust me absolutely (laughs) it was very cool though it was cool for me to see like i would like just you know i mean i lead teams and i'm looking at it and like i think your point's well taken like you all in in business we rarely you rarely have people like shouting about who's the best they're usually saying oh this is broken and this is broken and i'm sure even like leaving wadapalooza like I thought Watapalooza was a terrific event and I would still have people going, Oh, did you see this? This could have been better. And this could have been better. I'm like, what are you guys complaining oh, about? Nice. We had, we had live competition in Miami. Like, this is awesome. You know? And so I just thought it was really cool to see so many people out there going, Oh, should do this. Hire O'Keefe. And, you know, they were just like basically chanting for it, which was awesome. Very cool. Very
2: cool. Yeah. Stuff. That's um. you know, it's funny you say that about Waza. Cause like I get uniquely engaged in the feedback, you know, because you always think it after you do something to say like, all right, like how can you be better? Or, you know, what are, where are the, you know, situations that are like collecting a little bit of data that says we didn't do our best. Right. Um, so I, you know, I always, you know, I always look, I always look to that stuff. Um, and also knowing that, you know, and I'm a part of this, you guys are too, like our space creates like a, I've, I've described it as this like level of unique ownership, which is what makes us great. And sometimes it's a detriment too, right? Like, you know, you have like people just totally. own things so hard on this space. And it's what I really love the most about it is, you know, and I think about a thousand people, you know, coming to an event and paying for themselves to be there, to get beat up for 17 hours a day to make sure it runs perfectly. That's called extreme ownership, you know? Um, and they want it perfect, which is, amazing. And I, I do too, like when I'm involved in something like that, or now what I'm doing forward, but sometimes it's, it can get harsh, you know? Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild that there's, you know, that much positivity around my move and all the things that we're doing. Um, I'm glad there is, I'm glad there's excitement because it's as excited as I am really. So it's, it's, it's super, it's super cool. I, I, it's funny. It was a unique time for me, you know, my mother passed away a year ago in January and she was, she died on the 30th of January and her birthday was the 5th of February. And it's like, I kind of go back to some things like, you know, making her proud. Um, You know, I think it, you know, I'm kind of bummed she didn't get to see some of that, you know, that would have been cool for her to see. I think she would have like, she's a mom that was like proud of me. Even though I might've been a waste of space, but the, that was um, you know, I wish you got to see some of that because yeah. I should have been super proud of it.
0: She I, sees that. Yeah, she does. I I get that. I, I like to believe all that lives on to us and our kids, you know, like I I've you know, I've, I'm fortunate to have both my parents and uh, they're both ridiculously crazy. And uh particularly my dad who crossfits. And um but I like to think that, you know, their legacy are gonna be my kids you know, and that, that everything that they're going to do moving forward, they will see that one way or another, you know? So I get what you're saying. It's, it's hard not to feel that way, but I, the little that I know of you, Matt and the little, I've seen you interact with your family. I got to believe you're carrying that legacy on every bit. Trying. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, you did say something earlier. I wanted to circle back to is this is another thing I was kind of, have been impressed over the last few weeks and I wanted your insight to it. Um, you know, there's been a lot of, um, we'll call it extreme ownership around some of the sponsorships that have been coming down in CrossFit, Uh, particularly Monster and Flight have been kind of the two big ones. And I really liked your approach to it when you guys brought them into Waza as, um, you know, as sponsors and, you know, being a part of the event. And I guess my, the part I was impressed with was just you know, CrossFitters tend to not handle things as professionally as we could. We handle everything through emotion and you know, we want to mm-hmm. rant about monster, and we want to rant about beer or bad food or whatever. Uh, and I thought you had a very professional, tactical approach to how you brought those in and explaining that to people. The real question though is is like as that criticism is mounting and people are shouting, like how do you maintain that calm and and be able to deliver that message that you know needs to be delivered regard even though you know people don't want to hear it?
2: Yeah, it's, it's an you know, you know, I'm very, well, I'll first start and, and, you know, sort of solidify my position on that. I'm really proud that those brands are a part of our space. And if that hurts for some people to hear, you know, I, I respect their opinion on it. I think you need to understand that, you know, the full scope of that, like, you know, let's take Monster as an isolated piece. That's an iconic sports brand. Um, so it's a, you know, take aside, you know, how you might feel about product and, you know, I could talk a little bit about some of the ownership side of it, but it's, it's a, um, a group that's now told you that the space space is worthy of their stamp and their stamp is pretty big time. You know, um, it's, it's a, uh, incredibly iconic sports brand that is involved in all sports. You now, Tiger Woods is sponsored by monster. Okay. He, he could be the biggest sports brand in the world right now. Um, you know, many major sports, all of them have monster. Now, again, that doesn't aside, that doesn't put aside the fact that some people will look at that and say, well, you know, the product a is supported by what they think is owned by Coke. And, you know, it's, you know, it's not a healthy product. Well, I mean, you have to, you know, look at a couple of different things there. First of all, I think they've, you know, there's a lot like this, you never want to say the excuse of like, well, this is worse in our space and you validate it, but there's plenty of things that go on in our space that, you know, um, have very similar structure, you know, from a product perspective that people think are, you know, incredibly, you know um, what is it, you know, more like incredibly valid to what we do, you know, I mean, they're just essentially similar to a lot of supplements, right? So it's just, I find it interesting sort of some of the feedback on Monster, particularly because Coke doesn't own them. That was a distribution deal. They have no say in anything. And Monster wants to build around health and wellness. And again, argue what you want. Um I would say, like we were being like critical, a lot of people consume a lot of things a lot of things that are similar or worse than that, honestly,' oh, yeah. if we're being really real um, totally and and um I you know they're good people that you know are immediately integrating themselves the right way, care about you know some of the values in the space and want to be more involved on the right side of that and improve themselves in the process. I know this because I know people in leadership there and, you know, they're doing things for the right reason. Um, and I think, you know, we're very fortunate. They're here. I mean, again, I get it, but don't watch football or hockey or basketball or any of the skiing or, you know, golf, because this same so circumstances again, you know, if people feel that that's super wrong, like I'm not trying to compare it to something else that makes it right. I'm just saying, I don't know, man. I think it's the most, one of the most significant pieces of validation our space has ever received is truly my my belief. You know, um, we've got all big brands in sports focusing time, energy, and resources on what we're doing. That's pretty damn good problem to have in flight. You know, I mean, again, I mean, we've been sort of their entry point, man. What a, I am so proud of that. the oldest brewery maybe in the world history at this point, or, you know, that's, consistently run sixth generation. Um, and honestly, like they have a huge health and wellness focus. Um, I know that like the now sixth generation owner is, you know, a workout freak and, um, wants to build products that, you know, are really safe for people that want to concentrate on their health and wellness flight being one of them. Um, you know, I, I, you know, again, I'm, I, I'm focusing on doing good work with good people that want to do things for the right reasons. I know I keep saying that those two brands are great examples of that. Like, and they've done nothing but be consistent with that, support athletes, support events, support the community. And, you know, I hope they do more of it and I want to be there to help them do it. They're pointed in the same North. All of us are, um, I just, you know, I think people need to take a deep breath sometimes and understand the full scope and you know, not be very reactive to what things might look like surface level all the time. Um, I do know Monster receives, I think, a, some, a, a lot of that because there's this sort of perception and I don't know who created that Coca-Cola owns that. They don't, you know, so people understand there are a very small group of major distribution arms in the world. And Coke being one of them, Coke could discre- distribute bubble gum and have nothing to do with it, but they just have the reach that you would want from a brand perspective to be able to get as many places as you could get. And because they're so powerful, they leverage ownership against that. And so they have stake in many businesses, including Monster, to help, you know, and those brands make a strategic decision whether to allow that or not to get where they want to get. They don't have any decision making how much sugar is in a product or not or um how it's composed so i don't know I, I maybe that's probably pushing people a little bit on the monster thing particularly because i know there's a lot of noise around that but you know what i'm pr- I'm proud of it if that makes people upset with me um i'm i i don't i would never say i don't care but like i would say um come talk to me and i'll get you a little more educated on the people that are part of these things and you know how much they're helping our space community and sport grow
0: I guess that's the question that was like, how do you drown out the noise? I feel like that's what, maybe this is more of a personal question for me. Like, I guess I struggle sometimes to drown out the noise of people shouting at you, you know, and I was really impressed at at how, you know, it seemed kind of effortless to me as people were shouting about these, that you were just like, Hey, look, this, this is great for the brand and we're going to do it. And <laughs> end of discussion, you know, there's never seems to be an end of discussion for me. I was just curious how you, how you keep the mindset.
2: Yeah. I mean, Because everything's like a principle of decision. If you're not making decisions on, you know, values and people, you know, and thinking of all things that, you know, people that it will affect, then you're making poor decisions. And I don't not think about what the negative side of something could be, but, you know, when the scale tips the right way, you know, I think it's a, it's like, things are a heck yeah or a heck no, and monster's the same. So, you know, it's a heck yeah, and for so many reasons, and the noise is, again, so profound, especially through social media platforms, because the minority is always the vocal minority, right? Like there's the positivity doesn't isn't prevalent through platforms like that generally. So you're, you know, um, I think, you know, if your values don't allow you to align with things like that, then I think you would be You'd make decisions like not showing up or not engaging things that align with things that you don't allow your values to align with. So, you know, not watching Waza or the games or don't show up to the games or Waza would be you know how you would take your stance, right? And I think people speak when they continue to support those things. Um, and if you don't, I think that would be the position to take is like you know maybe that you know isn't aligning with your like I'm not saying like hey screw if you don't like it um, but you know if i think you i think my point is, is i think we would feel that effect if that was the case because we know people protest um and you know i think that that's where you know when i see that noise like i try to you know i've learned so much over the last eight years about that stuff um you know what's real and not and you know what you know what the percentage pieces of that noise is comparatively to the upsides, you know, or, or the positivity It's hard. Like, it's funny. You say that, like you're talking about my stuff the last few weeks, there might've been like, you know, one negative comment and I still think about it. Right. So that's yeah. like, speaks to it. It's like, there was so much positivity around that. And there was one person that t- said on morning chalk up, well, I hope he does a better job than he did at Waza. And I'm like, damn that guy. Oh. Like, you know, but but it's like, but but, 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 honestly, like that kind of speaks to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It is, it is hard. And I think, I think us as, you know, people that have, um, responsibility on, on, you know, helping people better understand, you know, all the facts or, you know, everything that sort of surrounds those decisions or what, what it means to certain things can only just, you know, speak those facts and help people get educated and more understanding of, you know, what, what it is it isn't and i take that part of my role in responsibility seriously because i do know that people want you know to hear what i have to say on some of those things at times and i'm you know that's not like monster wasn't even a partner by the way of wadapalooza let's clear some money things up so people can understand how i believe in that scenario you know they're not they weren't a partner of wadapalooza so they were just somebody that invested in coming and exhibiting and being a part of it. Um, It just, that category wasn't available, but they still wanted to show up and I wanted them to be there, you know? And so this wasn't like they bought me or, you know, because that's the easy then, you -hmm. know, response. it's like, oh, you know, you get paid by them. There are a lot of people and things that don't buy into things that I'm involved in that I'll scream from the rooftop about often because, I mean, it's hard to ignore that they're just the positivity around what they're doing, so... Um, monster being a part of the CrossFit space is an epic win for the CrossFit space.
1: I don't think that, mm, let me start over. I think that part of why Matt, you've been so successful in this position for as long as you have is because you like live and breathe this level headed approach to business and life and CrossFit. Like it just is a testament to why you are so successful in this role. I think it's really hard to keep a level head when that stuff is emotional and difficult to process and loud, you know, messy. And I just think that, that you're personality is is part of what's driven your success here not just your you know keen business decision making skills like it's it's who you are this i've always known you to be this very like level-headed like let's figure this out kind of guy regardless of you know even before it was the big times so to speak
0: i I do want to know now that i know that monster didn't pay you off did you take money from toe spacer (laughs)
2: <laughs> i bought i bought i'm a customer are you? you um yes.
1: we are also customers <laughs> in this house i bought <laughs> them for matt's christmas stocking this year all right we're gonna
0: have smoky oh, foot God. photos in no time yeah. flat it's gonna be awesome
2: i'm i'm uh, you know <laughs> i'm often very um i'm lucky enough that a lot of people send me stuff and that was one product that i bought myself so i'm a customer of Toast space <laughs> actually i might be i might be one of the only maybe what influencers in the space that, that isn't aligned, lie, but um, yeah. That, Code thank you, Okeefe Mickey. 10 for your, yeah. no, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that was about to go. I was going <laughs> to drop that. The, uh, thank you for that. That, that is, you know, I think that if people, you know, I think it kind of speaks to all that stuff we're talking about. It's like, you have to always think, you know, especially if people start to look for you for, you know, advice or decisions, but you have to really think through, all the micro effect of your words yeah. and actions. Um, you know, and I've 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 learned. I make a lot of mistakes with that too. But one thing I'm not going to ever do is look at somebody that's screaming from the rooftop, "Monster sucks," and say, "Well, you're an a hole. Screw you. Buzz off." Right. I get it. Like I know I know why people are feeling that way, and I would just say a lot of people in that camp probably aren't looking at the full scope, you know, and it's like, you know, I get it. And I can't, you know, I've got to make decisions with people that I love and things that I love and make sure that it's the right for them. And that was where it's like that part of my life is so easy because it's just, you know, you always, you just kind of like go through your list and just make sure like you're doing right by everything that you really should be doing right by. And then, um, you know, then it's a sound decision. So I think that, you know, if more people could take a second, not necessarily yeah. tell tell people how they feel through their fingers um i think you know i think that would, that would probably help <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit
0: well, we're we are in a Back. unique time right now where there's a lot of ch- obviously a lot of change a lot of uncertainty i think people are just worried and, and honestly i think they're worried for no reason I mean, I mean we've all been crossfitting a long time it's been over a decade for me and uh, you know i can tell you exactly how many times the person running this company has influenced what i do in a workout zero right you know yes. Yeah that's how often they influence me. Like I still got to show up and deal with a coach, <laughs> you know, and I yeah. think people are tending to forget that. Like they're, you know, and maybe it's just because we've all been locked up for a couple of years and we're getting anxious. And I get that too. I don't fault people for feeling anxious right now because we all feel it, but man, I love your term. Take a breath. Cause I like everyone to take a breath right now and just calm down for a few that's minutes nice. and start enjoying each other again. You know.
2: Yeah, that I've been so I've gotten a really cool opportunity to work more on the golf industry um, a bit, you know, um, of late. I'm, I'm, I love golf. I always have I've been a, a big fan of the sport. There's a lot of fitness stuff going on in golf. So, you know, I've had some fun you know, getting more engaged with that lately. It's interesting. Like, I think, you know, again, this whole extreme ownership and, you know, us being very different than everything is like everything we're going through is like all the same other places, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Right. So, you know um, the, the, the golf tour is like a newer thing really historically comparatively to a lot of other sports. The PGA tour is not, you know, really that old. It might be 50 years old or something. And Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas and Gary player kind of changed the course of golf history where they basically like put their middle fingers up to what then was the organization. And said we're going to start our own thing. And now that's PGA tour. It's owned by the players, but they went through all of this and like five times over the same stuff and mistakes. There's this like really cool book that somebody wrote about that transition. And, you know, it's um, I think people need to recognize that, you know, and give, you know, listen, I want better from everybody, including, you know, things that I'm even involved with all the time, CrossFit included, but they're fit. They're trying like, trust me, they're not sitting around a table and out saying, how can I fuck your life up? I promise you that, you know? Yeah. And so it's a business. So, you know, um, certainly we can all observe certain decisions and be like, I might've made a different one than that, but I, I, that's where, like, I try to be like super objective and be like, I'm not in that room, so I don't have the 12 other pieces that might be going into that, and try to be respectful about, you know, the, the complexity of, of how it is to, you know, try to continue to facilitate this rocket ship. Right? It's still growing, and it's, you know, there's yeah, there's so many things we can do way better, right? I totally yeah. get that. Um, but do we want to sit around and talk about that, or do we want to talk about like trying to really help facilitate? The path forward, and I'm choosing that positive side every day. Um, you know, uh, you know, because because I I've just been able to read enough about it and see what hockey went through and basketball and football and baseball and you know all of these things. Yeah, we should just you know derive a little energy from the mistakes that they made, and not try to make the same. Um, that's where I think we could, you know, move faster and be a little better. But, you know, when you look back historically at some tennis and golf, particularly both individual sports, they've been through all this and it's hard and there's going to be more bumps along the way. Um, so strap your seatbelt on, but I think Mm -hmm. the cool part is everybody's very vocal because they love it, you know, and so, I, hopefully, there's nobody running for the gate, but you know, and I don't think they are. Our water speaks to it. Like, that was the Omicron like peak craze, and we mm-hmm. did the biggest numbers in the history of that event. And our broadcast blew numbers that the biggest events in the world, Rogue and the games type number, you know, the games are bigger, but you know, we threw massive numbers because we're growing and people love it and want more. You said it like, come on, we're at a live event. This is pretty damn cool, right? And again I couldn't agree with your statement more about remember what it is you love too right and I do too walk through that door and see the guy that you know you know changed my life the coach and the gym the community that I you know keeps me so connected You know, I work out at home all the time now because of my crazy life. And when I get to go to a gym, I'm like, man, I am so damn grateful that I get to be here. And I miss this because I don't do it every day like I did on the front end. Remember that because, again, in the grand scheme of things, that for so many of us is the why and our connection to this. It's like we don't compete for the CrossFit Games you know, you help Jimmy get more fit because you race them that day and you hold them accountable and you get your mind and body right. And you challenge yourself and you overcome hurdles. Like, I mean, nobody's walking away from that. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's the hook here. Right. It's a hook for you guys. And it's, you know, what's created this like, you know, love for us and wanting to be more involved too. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more like that, that stuff all is, could be done better. And, you know, there might be different things that I might do, but everybody's trying. I believe that today I really do. Um, you know, there's been chaos the last few years, but today I do believe everybody's trying to get in the same North, but everybody's moving North. Yeah. You know,
0: well, that's the beauty of our, of our, uh, community, I think. And much like you, I work out at home, but when I go to the gym, I just go, man, I'm out of shape. This sucks. (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh I do I've been I feel like since COVID I've probably been in a CrossFit class five times since the beginning of COVID and most of it's been more recent and man it is so awesome I go to CrossFit the Swamp in Got Mass and the owner is one of my best friends and when I've got to walk through that door more recently it's like damn, like I miss yeah. this. Like there's magic in the CrossFit gym. Like, come on, like, that's where we all started with this. And it's like uh-huh. that extreme ownership was built there, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, I just, I just started coaching again three weeks ago. Um, I stopped when I was nine months pregnant. I stopped right before games. Um, and at first when I looked at my calendar, I was like, oh man, I put something else. I put another responsibility on my calendar. Good Lord, how am I going to do this? And there is absolutely magic in like facilitating good workouts in a class setting. Like I have felt so just happy at the front of that whiteboard. And I didn't realize how much I missed it until I got back to it. It's been really special.
2: Yeah. And it, it really is. It, it's like, you know, and and, and uniquely now, like I, I get what, you know, maybe I've been missing all that time not being in those day to day classes with the h w p o stuff is we've like it you know it's a, it's a digital community right like there's more there's it's a little bit of a different approach, but like when I need you know when I'm tired or like i need like even in my more immediate transition like I need to be charged up, I just like engage some of the passion you know through their questions or comments or you know reach out. I mean, people are amazing. Like these people Mm -hmm. are like, you know, trying to get better every day. And I'm going to like pay a lot of attention to that instead of the negative side. Like these people literally come to us every day, thousands of people a day to say, how do I get better today physically? And I know it also helps me mentally. Some of them want to compete. Some of them want to be a better mom or dad. Um, That's what I'm really excited about with this new phase for me is, you know, I, I just, I mean, it's all you know positivity within those type of you know segments, and and HWPO is just a piece of it, and it's so much fun. Like people are just jacked every day to get something from Matt, and you know, yeah, yeah, move forward, accomplish goals, and I'm I'm charged up about it. Changing lives. (laughs)
1: a question and this can be the last question because i know that our time is wrapping up and i don't know if you're going to be allowed to answer it yet but in how calculated you are with all of your business decisions and surrounding yourself with people who are all aiming for this one true north i am dying to know if you are talking yet about how your very big shoes are going to be filled yet at loud and live
2: yeah it's a good question thank you um well, everybody's replaceable. You know, that's a really good, you know, <laughs> standard answer. Um, okay, okay. but, but it's, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking I'm, I'm trying to help, you know, I think it's, um, you know, I, you know, there's a selfish piece of that. And then there's like a lot of people I love and, you know, that's comes, you know, from this like wider net of everybody that ever attended that event, you know, and I, I, I got to speak Saturday night at that event and, Everybody has their story and they're, you know, so attached to that. And we love those people because they're just so passionate and they help redefine that thing year over year. Um, so you know, I'm invested. You know, I really want it to be continue to be successful. And, you know, I really like the people that I got, to, you know, to work with the last four years, from the people that I partnered with, the owners, um, Nelson and Marco, down to whomever might stick stick around and and, you know help facilitate it moving forward um i don't know the answer today you know and we're kind of all trying to help work through that um but i i know we'll get it right you know Mm -hmm. i i think i think there's um you know whether it's multiple people take on roles to you know fill you know different shoes um there's an there's an answer there because there's so much talent in the space and there's so much passion and I think we can find the right you know marriage there and, and you know get get the right people involved. So I have a lot of confidence in, in the people that I worked with. You know, the, listen, the guy Loud Live as an organization is a very capable business that can you know they run global music tours and right you know they do marketing for you know Fortune five hundred companies. Uh, so, you know, some of it from their perspective is easy to say, like, I can build tents and stands and, you know, I you know like better than anybody. Um, and it's all those things I learned from them to help us get better, too, and sort of our team. And I think, you know, the piece that they're going to figure out and, I'm, you know, I want to help them with and that we're working on is just, you know, that authentic voice and, um, people that can, you know, be really engaged with the community and speak to it, you know, whether it's on the volunteer side, you know, that also understands the business side that can really help the brands, um, you know, best engage that event, help it grow, you know, you know, what's the best way to path forward, how competition looks, but we'll figure it out. I don't really, yeah. unfortunately have an answer today, but I'm not, I have, I'm with loud and live, so I'm dueling my roles through the end of February, and got uh, it. So I'll still be there through the end of February, and you know, hopefully by then we'll have like a little bit of a better idea what that looks like. But I have a lot of confidence that uh, we'll figure it out. See, Nikki, what you I heard no was breaks.
0: everyone's replaceable. Nikki, that's what I heard. Don't ever forget that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Dylan, actually, actually, in, in that Dylan, one, Dylan
2: and I say that to each other all the time. You know, you know actually, Dylan's
0: funny enough. Lost being the same type of person that reads like only sees the negative comments. Somebody in one of the comments this week said Nikki needs a new co-host. And I'm like, Hey, I, I created the show mother effer. This, this was my idea. Oh I my God. Nikki.
1: Who- say that that's so
0: rude there were a lot of mean comments over last week or so that was the best one of the group though i'm like she does need a new co-host do you you
1: remember how i like didn't even realize that we were getting apple reviews and then like one of the apple reviews was like oh this is this podcast is great except like nikki sucks and i was like i screenshot it and sent it to you but it was like six months old and you were like yeah i saw that when it first came in and i just i didn't want to tell you (laughs)
0: Like people, people get a thought in their head and it just has to come out of their mouth. It's just, or to their fingers. No,
1: out their fingers. That's how Matt said it. I like how you said that. That they should stop feeling it out their fingers like that.
2: Yeah. These don't have, yeah. These don't have a mouth. They've got big stones though. Yeah. (laughs) They do have big stones. The the, the internet is a harsh place. I promise you. Garbage
1: fire. I like to find one excuse per episode to call the internet a hot garbage fire.
2: Well, yeah, just we, just we went through um we went through waza and you know i don't know if you everybody knows who todd is from from noble todd's one of my yeah. best friends uh the cmo of noble and he said he couldn't be down at waza which he was broken on because his wife is pregnant and right you want to be you know super super cautious with you know with covid and but he said i get he, it uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. He sent me a text. He's like, you know, congratulations, you beat Reddit. And I was like, nobody ever beat Reddit. And He mm-hmm. was like, I can't find a negative comment right now. People are all praising you. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna look. I'm just gonna take your word for it because every time I've ever looked at Reddit, I needed a counselor. So. Yep. Uh, Don't
0: do nice it. Place. Don't do it. I made the mistake of going on Reddit for a couple of weeks and someone's like, Oh, we're so happy Don't do you're it. here. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, You guys aren't really happy I'm here. Like I can tell. <laughs> not at all.
1: <laughs> not even a little the,
0: the comments not were very clear, you guys are not happy I'm here.
2: So <laughs> that's a that's a that's a uniquely tough place to live.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've not yeah, gone is. back to Reddit. It's I can only imagine I in my mind, all those guys were like in their basements, just thumbs working as hard as they could. Type in everything that was in their little sullen hearts. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> like, fun man.
1: fact, and I won't get into this whole story because there's no time. But I ran my my agency ran the most successful ad campaign that Reddit has ever seen. Period. By no.
2: way. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. The CML flew work.
1: us to New York to to tell her team how the hell we did it.
2: Like, a smear com- It was a smear campaign. Had, had it. to be. I figured out how to market to trolls. That
0: was great. (laughs) What what do you sell to trolls? Hey, that's a successful, I will
1: take that. Figure out how to market to trolls. That is a success in my mind.
0: That's Yeah, yeah, it's a damn miracle if you're going to deal with Reddit. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Great That's space. for sure. Well, Matt, thanks for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, super fun catching up and hearing all your great stuff. And, you know, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, if there's anything we can do to help you guys with Hardware Pays Off, always. And, you know, just don't hesitate to ask. You guys have a great mm-hmm. brand and, you know, stellar reputation within the community. And I know people always are going to love to hear what you guys have going on. So let us know where we can help.
2: Well, thank you. Well, you help, you're help. helping us now. letting us talk about about it. me. And uh, I always love coming out with you guys. It's great to see you. And I'm sorry we haven't seen each other in person enough. Well, let's make that happen really soon. Uh, we'll, we'll yeah, do that. let's yeah. not do
1: that again.
0: We'll probably all run into each other at one of these events this year or at a minimum, the games. So, yeah,
2: I'll be, I'll be around. Let's do right, it. I'll yay. have more time. I'll have more time.
0: Yeah, Amazing. perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, Thank for everyone you listening, to see you. Uh, you too. And uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. And we will chat with you guys soon.